All right, guys, our next guest is set to take on Johnny Walker at UFC 260, but now takes on Anthony Smith at the ultra-stacked UFC 261. He's not here to fuck spiders, but he's kind enough to chat to us today, this morning. The Brute, Jimmy Crute. Welcome back to Submission Radio, man. It's been boys. way too long, way too long since we've spoken to you. It's been way too long, boys, way too long. We missed you, man. A lot has happened in your life. Um, man, you were set to have this uh, this juicy matchup against Johnny Walker, a UFC 260 that everybody was excited about. And then, of course, he had to withdraw with uh, with a chest injury. How did you actually find out about that? Um, oh, yeah, I was just sort of like in usual training camp, and I, I think I just finished the session. I got home. And I got a phone call from um, Sam, and I, yeah, it was just, he just goes, you want, you want the good news or the bad news? And started off with Johnny Walker's out, Anthony Smith's in. Um, and I, at, at the start, I was pretty gutted because of, like, I just wanted to fight Johnny really bad. But then I thought about it, and I, I didn't even know what I was mad about because like, when I thought about it, Anthony Smith was actually the guy that I asked for and a much that's the guy that I wanted to fight after I beat Johnny anyway. So um, it, was, it was a win-win for me in, in the end. So just quickly, before we get to Anthony, why why was it initially that you wanted to fight uh, Johnny so bad? Because um, I just wanted to knock him out. Him him particularly? Or what, why was that? I don't know. I'm sure he's a very nice guy. I've heard from people that he's a really nice guy, but I don't know. There's something about him. I don't want to talk shit about anyone. I'm, I'm sure he's a very nice guy. I'll just leave it at that. Mm. And, I mean, the switching of the dates, how did that sort of impact you? Because I imagine you were sort of geared up to get this Johnny Walker fight going. Now you've got to sort of extend the training camp a little bit, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Was it a situation where you slowed down a little bit and sort of recover and then get back into it, into that sort of sixth gear? Or is it a situation where you just kept at it the whole time? Yeah, man, it was tough. Um I've been in prep since the the 13th of December. I don't I haven't, I wow. think I've had four day, I had four days off over Chrissy and I think I had like I've had a day off here and there. So been it's been like a three month prep and yeah to, to say I'm keen to fight is an understatement. Um, <laughs> it's been it's been a long 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 prep but I think I will be the best I've ever been because of it. Mm, especially coming off the spectacular knockout uh, in your last fight, I'm just wondering. So, how how did the Anthony Smith fight actually come about? You mentioned you mentioned that uh, before your last fight, you were having a bit of a tough time finding opponents. Nobody wanted to fight you. So then, what happened with Anthony Smith? And how come the UFC were able to organize it so so quickly? That seems pretty you know ideal for you. Because uh, yeah, it was it was really good actually. But Anthony Smith was never scared to fight me. Mm. Um, I never. I never said Anthony was. Um, there was a few guys. There were a few guys that didn't want to fight, but um, I actually, I so Anthony, um, me and Anthony had sort of a little back back and forth online, really respectful, and it actually surprised me that he would say that he wanted to fight me. So that he was the highest ranked guy that I thought I'd have a chance of fighting because he said he'd fight me. Um, so. I asked the matchmakers that's who I wanted and I think they sort of had other plans I think they wanted me and Johnny to fight and then the winner gets Anthony maybe I, I don't know exactly what they were thinking but they, they were sort of against me fighting Anthony a bit, um, in the beginning and then when Johnny pulled out they Anthony Anthony's got balls of steel man like he, he just fight anyone so um, yeah they, I think 
they they called Anthony and they sort of just knew he was going to say yes and they knew I was going to say yes, so it was just easy. Yeah, it's good when uh, when all things sort of come together like that. And speaking of Anthony Smith's career, I mean, he's had an interesting one. He's fought across different weight classes. He's fought for the title. He's had to come back from adversity. He's beaten some, you know, legends and some big names. I mean, what do you think of him as an opponent? And where does he rank for you as sort of the toughest opponents that you face in the UFC so far? Would he be sort of right up there for you? Yeah, he's definitely, definitely the toughest I've ever fought. Definitely the best guy I've ever fought, hands down. There's no question about that. Um, and it was a great, what I, how I look at his career. Yeah, what did you, what do you make of the interesting career that he's had? Um, man, that's that's a it's a great career. Like, um, he's fought everyone. He's never ducked. He's never ducked anyone. He's fought the best. Um, I think you look at his last ten fights, and they're all against like top top guys. So, um, I look forward to being another top guy on his resume. Um. Too bad, like it's. I'm. I look at him and I have a lot of respect for him, but it's it's not it's not changing my game plan to to try and bash him. You know. Mm. When um, because I saw another interview, you were saying that you're 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 a fan of his. When did you first sort of you know become a fan of his or look up to him or you know when when did that happen? Um, I've always always known about him. I I didn't really follow him through me. I'm not really. I'm not really. I don't really watch fights. Um. I think I knew of him, but like oh, I hadn't watched him because I'm, I'm a casual. But um, <laughs> when he went on that show, I went, "Oh, this guy's pretty good." And then like just the way he carried himself and the way he's done interviews and all that. I don't. I like. I could be fan, a fan of someone for the way they fight. It's one thing, but to actually be a fan of someone for the way they act and stuff is is, is a bigger thing for me. So, yeah. Mm, he's a very nice guy. It's hard to listen to Anthony Smith talk and be like, ah, screw that guy. Like, he's just such a nice guy, <laughs> such a gentleman. And I know, like, I know it's your job. I know it's all business. And I know, like, I, you hear fighters say it so many times. But, you know, mentally, like, how do you sort of, I guess, switch the gear and prepare to, you know, if things go well, essentially beat the shit out of somebody that you actually really like and that afterwards, like, you would, I'm sure you guys would shake hands and, and have a beer. But how do, you, how do you flick that switch in your mind? I uh, I don't know. It just it's easy for me. Like I enjoy fighting people I like because it's not a malicious thing. I don't I don't fight someone to try and hurt them. I, I'm fighting because I like fighting. So um, you know, ask my training partners. <laughs> <laughs> they got we we cop hidings um, back and forth. So you know, bashing people that I that I like isn't isn't too hard for me when it when it comes to fighting. Like so it's because it's not it's not. To me, I don't even think that I'm hurting someone when I'm fighting. I don't because I don't get hurt. Like it's just, it's um, it's a weird thing, and it's not not to hurt them. It's it's to fight, and I enjoy fighting. So, let's talk about the fight itself, Jimmy. How do you sort of see the matchup with yourself and Anthony? And when you think about your skill sets and how they match up in the on the octagon, like what do you sort of foresee when you look at this matchup and how it plays out? Um, I. I definitely have to be on my toes, um, and I can't run into any traps. I, I feel like not really. There's there's a few ways Anthony can take it. He can look at me like a young buck and, and try and get it over me and and, and sort of do what Misha did and then um, capitalize on my aggressiveness, or he he can sort of rope the dope and try and and do what he did to um Volkan Ozdemir. But I just got to focus on what I got to do. Um, 
whatever he does is, is on him. It's just gonna it's either gonna get him into trouble or delay the delay the inevitable. So um I'm just gonna keep on my toes and, 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 and touch him up until until I find an opening to put him away. Um gotta be smart. I feel like striking I've got a massive, massive power advantage, but I've also got a huge speed advantage, which I don't think he's accounting for. I think he just thinks about the, the power advantage that I have, not not the speed advantage. And, and and a technical advantage. I think I'm I think my hands are much more crisp than his. And um, on the ground he's there's he's probably got a jiu-jitsu advantage, but I feel like I have a grappling advantage. So yeah, I feel like I'm gonna be okay wherever the fight goes. Um, and as long as I stick to my game plan and stick to what I need to do, I'm going to make it look easy. It's not going to be easy, but I think I feel like I'll make it look easy. Mm. Don't forget the spinning back heel kicks. I saw you practicing on Insta, <laughs> so that's always in the in the arsenal as well. Um, flying, just flying elbows back to each other. <laughs> that's it. I know. I know. You, you, you're pulling all the tricks out. Um, but I also wanted to ask you, like, since the Misha fight, what do you think is the biggest difference for you? I feel like uh, we're always seeing you improve, like, massively from fight to fight but i feel like that was a pretty key fight where where i don't know you sort of turned a corner what's the biggest difference uh from from sort of the jimmy in that fight to now mental it's all mental um i wouldn't i wouldn't know where they exactly pinpoint it but yeah it'd just be a mental thing um i had to deal with a lot of insecurities and stuff that i had um that fought that fight sort of made it made it obvious that they were there. So mental, um, physically, obviously, I'm improving every day. But you know, if you don't look after your mentality and stuff, you're not going to get as far. Mm. And it's it's feel free to not really go into it too much. But can you just sh- sort of shed a little bit of light? Like, what kind of insecurities are you talking about? Is it the pressures of being in the fight and sort of the high pressure situation in the octagon? Are you talking about other things? Um, what kind of stuff were you dealing with? Um, the the high pressure one is one thing, but like I don't know that you know little voice in your head that tells you all the shit things about yourself and all. Oh that. yeah, we deal with it every day, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah. Normally comes from head noise after a big sesh, but mm. you know, um, <laughs> nah, um, just just things like that, man. Like I don't want to go too far into it, but. We dealt with it and we're better because of it. Yeah, well, it definitely shows. So if you go in there, everything goes to plan and you make it look easy like, you were, like you're planning on, what kind of message do you think it sends to the division, the rest of the division, for you to go in there and take out a former title challenger? Um, I've got to take him out to, to send a real message. Um, but As in finish him? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I've got to finish him and send him. I'll, I'll just bash the shit out of him for three rounds. <laughs> Can't be close. Um, I feel like I feel like the top five won't. Would the, they'll take notice, but they won't take notice if you know what I mean. Mm. So I just keep doing me, and you know I bet Anthony Smith. He's six in the world. That puts me around about there, and then I'll I'll be I'll be fighting a top five guy, and then I just it just sets up my run. That's all it does. Yeah, and and what a run, what a run it is, and what a run it's going to be, man. That that top five is no joke. Uh, we're very excited for it. Uh, speaking of runs, if you've already bought the Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 and you're running that bad boy over your balls to make them nice and smooth, 
Why not get the Manscaped Cologne, the refined cologne, the Manscaped Signature scent, light, approachable, gentlemanly, like James Bond. It is calm and inviting with a citrus burst and a woody masculine finish. All things that you want from a nice manly cologne, beautiful bottle, a hyperallergenic, uh, vegan, and the good friends at Manscaped, who are also our official sponsor, giving you 20% off with the code SUBMISSION. Not just on the cologne, not just on the lawnmower 3.0, not just on their uh, nose hair trimmers, but everything, everything site-wide. Use the promo code SUBMISSION and uh, get your discounts. Isn't that right, Dennis? That's right, Cass. And speaking of saving cash, our friends at The Ridge have a great uh, deal for all the submission radio watchers and listeners out there. Check out Casper's wallet right there. It holds up to 12 cards. There's room for cash, 30 colors, 40,000 five-star reviews. It is one durable wallet. And if you guys go on to The Ridge, that's ridge.com forward slash submission. Use code word submission. You get 10% off today with free worldwide shipping and returns. Go to ridge.com. Check it out. Check out this bag. They have all sorts of things for you guys. It's not just wallets. And Cass, also, with the big fights this weekend, there's only one place to go to make some serious cash up, UFC 261. Forget the rest. Go to my bookie. Uh, sign up with promo code SUBMISSION to take advantage of an up to $1,000 bonus bet on your first deposit. That's promo code SUBMISSION. Grab yourself a free cash bonus on top of free bets and all, sort of, all sorts of boosted odds on my bookie. Um, bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie and with the code word SUBMISSION. Sign up now. But, Jimmy, um, let's talk about the light heavyweight division because it's an interesting place, isn't it? I mean, it feels like, you know, a lot of guys have retired, moved on, and there's a lot of opportunities for young and up-and-coming guys to move up the ladder quickly. It looks like Jan Blachowicz is really looking for challenges and guys that he can verse if he can get through Glover to share next. What do you make of the division right now as it stands and the sort of uh, the names that you're looking at in that top five? Yeah, how, how crazy, like, three, four years ago, with my run, I'd probably be fighting for a title. Um, now, it's like, um, yeah, it's 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 a, it's a lot more, lot more to get through to get to the title compared to a few years ago. So, um, I'm super excited, man. I, I feel like in the next few years, light heavyweight can have one of the strongest divisions, and it's probably had the week, uh, the second weakest division for for years now, up until up until this point. So. Man, like, what can I say? There's just so many good um, challenges and opportunities and people to fight. It excites me. What do you make of Jan as the champ and also that close battle that he had with Israel Adesanya? Uh, I really like Jan. I think he's a cool guy. I like his style. He's a lot better. I think think he gets underrated. Like, you look at his skill set and he's really good, man. Mm -hmm. I, I, when I first started watching him, I sort of didn't give him the credit he deserved and then when I like, I had a really good study of him, and I went, "Oh fuck!" Like this guy's actually knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he won the title after that, but um, yeah, that and, and the fight with Israel that was cool. Um, Israel definitely had a good account of himself, but it's just that that wrestling and size advantage was um was just too much. Like I'm not I'm not a not a fight analyst. I'm not going to sit here and break down a fight. It gets boring as shit, but um. When, when someone does that, but yeah, it was it was it was fun to watch, and, and you know, it was it was it was cool to see Israel have some success, and because um, I'm a, obviously a massive Israel fan, I, I um, respect that guy heaps. So, 
but yeah, it was just, it was just, it was cool to watch. Do you think it was kind of good for the division though? Because obviously a lot of people were picking Israel to beat Jan. I think the the narrative was sort of like, oh, Jan's kind of like easy pickings. And then uh, he hung, not only did he hang in there, but he did he did great. You know, he beat Israel on the feet. And I feel like you know when when someone like John Jones leaves the division, people are kind of waiting a little while before they see the champ as like legitimate because there's that that old shadow of the former champion. But I feel like. <laughs> I don't know, do, do you feel like this kind of helped people go, damn, this guy really is good. He just beat Israel on the feet, yeah. which is good for you, you know, if you climb the division, then fight a guy who, you know, has so much legitimacy behind him. Yeah, definitely, man. It was, um, it was, how would you say it? It, it would, it got the, got the casuals on board for him. Mm. You know, people, people that don't, people like me, no, not really. I'm not that much <laughs> <in casual. laughs> not, not as much as a casual as some other people, but, um, people, yeah, people that sort of like half follow the sport that are probably just know Israel and, and don't know any other fighters got the got the see um, Jan and and see that you know there's other really elite level fighters and um, yeah, it was it's, it's super exciting, you know. Like I was sort of thinking like, well, if Israel wins the title, is he going to defend it? Am I going to get a crack if he at, at the champ, or is, are they going to have to make a new belt or what? Like. Mm. Um, so Jan sitting there, like I think Jan's pretty determined to stay light heavyweight, and and um, yeah, no, no matter who wins now, like there's a route for me, and there's not going to be as much waiting around. Obviously, vice versa, but yeah, and obviously your focus on Anthony Smith, <clears throat> excuse me, but when you see Jan and, and the performance that he put in against uh, Israel. Does a part of you sort of go back to the gym with your coach, uh, Sam Greco and the other guys, Dan Kelly and stuff, and um, sort of think about, man, what would that battle between me and Jan look like? Because just thinking about it is so exciting. Obviously, both of you guys have such exciting striking styles. It would just be an absolute banger of a fight. Yeah, I think it would be. Um, I haven't given it too much thought. I've been thinking about Anthony Smith. I haven't done any breakdowns of any other fighters um, except for Anthony Smith. So we just focused on that, but yeah, like I think we don't even have to dive too far into it to, to understand that fight would have been actually absolute banger. Mm. I saw that you uh, <clears throat> you put a little bit of money on uh, Jan to to beat um, Dominic Reyes. I think initially you had money on Reyes, and then you watched some yeah. fights, and then you were like, ah, I think I'm going to put a little bit of money on Jan. Uh, is that how often do you bet on fights? Um, I'll have a punt here and there. Um, don't have my picks; they're normally pretty bad, but. <laughs> I normally bet with my heart, which is the worst thing you can do. But um, yeah, I, every now and then. None. Have you had any big wins? Any anything that really paid off for you? Um, oh, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're absolutely terrible punters. I think Dennis and I have like yeah, yeah. the the worst track record. Anytime we pick anyone, we always lose. And by the way, in MMA, it's like it's impossible to pick the right picks all the time. It's like there's so mm. many variables, right? Yeah. It's not- yeah, you it's so hard. You go through real, real like you feel like you feel unbeatable because you get like a string of like three or four fights. And that, Fuck yeah! Yeah, and you start fight multis, and then you just like uh... yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, uh, I guess the most important pick of all is uh, how do you see yourself getting the job done against Anthony Smith at um, the massive, massive UFC two sixty one? Yeah, so I feel like. I feel like it's going to go one or two ways. It's going to be an absolute dogfight for three rounds with me getting the better, um, or I'm going to put him away violently. Um, I don't see it being 
too competitive where it's just like the back and forth affair. I feel like if it is a dogfight, it's going to be him just surviving and then maybe getting a little bit of success and then surviving again. But um, that yeah, I'm not. I don't, I don't expect it to be easy though. Um, but I feel like once he feels the other elements of my game, not just the power and and strength that he expects, but like the speed, the angles, the technique, I feel like it's going to really put a put a hold to him really quickly. So yeah. I don't want to give too much away. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, it sounds super exciting. We can't wait to see it. And also, just quickly, I mean, you're on a massive card, three title fights. It's culminating in the Usman Masvidal rematch. I know you mentioned you don't watch too many fights, but how does it feel to be on such a big big fight card and also on a card with so many big names that I'm sure you would have watched in the past? Fans back. Um, Yeah, it's it's awesome. Man, like, this is, yeah, this is the biggest pay-per-view. I've only fought on one pay-per-view before, and the, the main event got canned last minute. So, like, this is this is the first proper, proper pay-per-view I've fought on to be on the main card. It's pretty cool. Mm. Pretty cool experience. Um, and to have fans back, it's going to be pretty wild. You're not taking any punts on uh, on, on this card, are you? Got any money yeah. down for us with Masvidal? No. Well, we're very excited, man. Jimmy Crew versus Anthony Smith, UFC 261 on April 24th. It's going to be the 25th in Australia and New Zealand because of the time difference. And it's got fans, man. Fans, finally. So we're going to be very excited. Follow the man at Jimmy Crew UFC on social media. And, uh, dude, 25, owning your own house, man. A massive, massive congratulations. And uh, best of luck in the fight, man. Thanks for your time, Jimmy. Appreciate it, boys.